Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part friendly panel show, part vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way just to keep it interesting. Welcome to Series 2 of Comedy Arcade. Unbelievably, we did 30 episodes and I decided to call time on series one so I'd have an excuse to relaunch it as series two. But very little has changed. In fact, the person that was on episode 30 of series one is now on episode one of series two. My first guest today is Sean Smith. Looking around. That works so well for radio. (laughs) I love it. I love physical comedy on a podcast. Sean Smith, for the people who weren't paying attention on the last episode, if not, where were you, is a rock star. No. Well, you, you were, as we discussed. Mm, <laughs> we're in I the band know. Blackout, now you're in Rangers? Yeah. No, Raiders. Raiders, This has gone terrible, yeah. this is awful. Um, yeah. I'm, in a band the I'm, a, I'm, in a, I'm a huge I'm fan. A, yeah, I listen to them all the time. This is the first time me and Vix have ever met. Um, I'm in a band called Raiders, and I have a podcast called Sapping Podcast with, and then my name, obviously, um, no. but not obviously, but yeah. So there you go. Thank you. Would you consider yourself a podcaster now, or are you still a um, star in your heart and your uh, mirror? I've, I've never been a rock star in my heart, so. Oh. Um, even though the ego did get to me for a little bit. But, um, yeah, I guess I probably am a podcaster now. Um, and I How said that was a sad that? face. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've been doing it, I've been doing it like two years. So it's not like I'm like, I've just started and I ate it. I've been doing it two years. <laughs> oh, you're got, suitably jaded for the time spent. That's fine. Yeah, I've got, I currently got 128 episodes of my podcast out. So, yeah. Um, so many. It's too many. It's way too many. But there you go. Here I mean, we are. Well done. But also, wow. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> very different genre of music, but, you know, a maestro in his own way. We've got Mark Reed. Well, how would you describe yourself? Just musician, writer, actor, I'm more interested stage. in hearing about Sean. So Sean's come back from the last series. So does that mean he's gone from kind of like guest star to series regular? When you know how when people, on, when people come back in season two or series two, they kind of give him more of a role, <laughs> pay him a bit more. Is that, that that's what's going on here? Pay what? 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 <laughs> oh, should have kept that quiet. Oh yeah, I can well, double. More. I can oh, double yes. your fee, Sean, from last time. 
Yes, Absolutely two zeros is... Oh, bugger. It's nothing. Fantastic. And well, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. I, 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 I don't know how you would describe me. There's, there's, it's been, I've been described lots of different ways. Um, uh, some I, I can say, some I, I'd rather not. Um, but yeah, I... It's uh, fine to swear. Oh, well, no, I, I just remember back in the day. Let's go right back. So in A1, we're out doing our thing and, and it was all going off. I couldn't walk to the shops from my, my local shops without some car going by going, Where go? Oh, they go, oh, they go. On me. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, you didn't even write that word. No, but, you know, it seemed like that was the one that kind of. Uh, stuck with us the most uh that's the one that sort of as i was walking around people would go so on me and you'd think oh we've got them we've made we've, yeah. we've reached them without fail every, but then i kind of felt we were doing something right because every gig we went to there would always be some at that time there'd always be some guys in the audience just standing there like this going oh yeah Oh, yeah. yeah. And we've and as we'd walk back to the car, getting our cars, all the girls are chasing after us, crowd around the car. The guys would be standing there, sticking their fingers up, and we'd be thinking, "Well, we're doing something right." You know? Yeah. I signed. Yeah. Um, sorry, just quick. I, just, I signed a willy once, just to um, just to annoy a fella like that. <laughs> there was a fella who was showing off with his girlfriend. Who was like, "Oh, think it's some rock style. Sign anything with you." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I will." And he's like, "All right, then sign this." And got it. Out, so I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't, I'll have to do my initials. I can't fit it all on there. <laughs> but I had to all do it. But did it, did it, did it respond? Because <laughs> that would have been a real cell phone on that guy. Um, no, there was no movement in it. It was very cold Thank and bright and yeah. it was outside as well. So um, I, I, I can't blame him. I would have been like, oh, we're going to need a smaller pen. Um, or anybody got a, you know, what are those really sharp pens? The the old fountain pens. Or oh, something. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Oh, some people pay for that, Mark. I think yeah. some people do. There's an audience. There's an audience for that. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh wow, signing signing things. We could we could that we could really uh, go down that road. New 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 category unlocked there. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Mark was wondering if Sean, you were the same Sean Smith from slightly two into each other, brother and sister act. Same difference. Same difference. No, but that's no. the story that they kind of came in on earlier. Was I I was misidentified as sean smith from same difference once and um because he was apparently going into big brother and oh. i i was doing surprisingly well in the rock community at the time and people thought it might be me so oh. what i did was i instantly went on twitter and was like hey guys this can be the last time i can post on social media for a while now and then instantly it went fucking bananas and I had Kerrang magazine rocks and Kerrang did a two-page piece on it where they made it look like hello magazine and it said, wow. I think they called it like higher butt or something, you know, something Welsh, something Welsh <laughs> sounding. Um, but yeah, they thought I was going in and I didn't go in. And then a year later, Endemol got in touch to ask me to go in. <laughs> but I couldn't um, because I wanted to keep my band going. Mm. Um, um, but yeah, I came up with a plan to break out the Big Brother. I, I considered even going in and breaking out to do the tour. Have a Hello uh. Magazine fly helicopter over. Lift yeah. me up. I go out, make a whole show about breaking out the Big Brother, sell it back to Endemol. Rich, <laughs> I could have been rich. You think that's what Leo Sayer did? Remember, he made a big yeah. song and dance about leaving Celebrity Big Brother. 
They just oh, they do let you out. It's not like that other one where the man was trapped yeah, in there for months. How, how much better is it if they don't expect it and they think mm. I'm going to be there for the, the month and 10 days in, a ladder drops from a helicopter and I pissed off and then they <laughs> drop me in a studio and I do a whole thing about breaking out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just in just in the, the, the short few minutes I've I've... Uh, got to know you, I can tell you you'll definitely be more entertaining in the Big Brother house. That's for sure. <laughs> Thank you. I've always wanted to. Like, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, that'd be good for me, I think. People... I had a, a, a bandmate of mine actually did it. So, ben! Um, yeah, Sorry. Ben was in. I'm going to, to try and guess what year this was. I, uh, you, you can Google it, but I think it was about 2000, either 2008, or 2009 around about that time he did big brother and um he was in there with some fantastic people he was in there with with coolio um oh. <laughs> uh, latoya latoya jackson oh so my god icons yeah and 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 another icon mini me Vern- oh, oh, yeah. Vern oh, yeah. he's yeah, dead so, now so i mean ben he didn't enjoy it he, he actually hated it because other than all the highlights that they put together on tv for the best part you are just sitting on a sofa and you yeah. know, and there's not a lot well, to do. We all that. know about that now, don't we? <laughs> Can't yeah. go to yeah. the pub. <laughs> yeah. We've all been in Big Brother. <laughs> and and I'd say you say it, a lot of people it would be like an opportunity, but I think that the success that comes off the back of Big Brother is very short-lived, and only a very handful of people have really managed to cap- capitalize on, on it beyond, you know, just the, the five minutes of hey, so and so on Big Brother. I mean, um, I believe um Alison Hammond uh, on Good Morning uh, this morning was Big Brother. Yeah, she was. She was. And she, was yeah. she wasn't celeb Big Brother. She was just Big Brother. Yeah, yeah, she was on the just original. A... So there are a handful of people that certainly made a career out of it. Um, but I, I, I couldn't think of anything worse. I would absolutely hate it. Absolutely hate uh, it. That voice you can hear, the other lady voice is mm. Alison. Oh, sorry, I just oh, sorry, I was a challenge. I did a monologue for With my introduction. No, I love it. it. I, I'm holding a mug with Kim Woodburn with her adulterer uh, <laughs> from Celebrity Big Brother. So it feels very meta. Sorry, I'll keep quiet. Comedian, Freak. dreamboat, um, host of Wheel of Misfortune, a podcast of with a similar vibe of Very sharing. similar vibe. Very similar vibe. Um, I didn't check which date either of ours launched. I didn't want to. <laughs> like, <I don't... laughs> well, yours is the one that was like BBC. And so people were like, have you just ripped this off? I was like, no, two people can have the same idea. Absolutely. <laughs> yours is bingo. Mine is a wheel. It's totally different. It's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> we can be friends. I mean, Absolutely. Ben, Ben's in a, was in a boy band with a classic four formation. There's mm-hmm. room for all of us. There is room. Yeah. Look, we're... You... What are you? Are you All Saints or Spice Girls? Oh, Spice Girls. Right. Okay, I'll, I'll go with All Saints for mine. Then I quite like them. Let's let's do that. Do you, yeah. do you have to be one I don't the think other? I have to choose. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of rival rival um, girl bands like um, that there isn't a, a big change in quality. I feel like Spice Girls and All Saints is a fair one. I think they represent very different things. Yeah, yeah. Well, often that's the case when you have a band that's huge, like the Spice Girls. There's always somebody thinking, right, well, or A one, uh, or or even A one. Yeah, of course, on the same <laughs> level. So yeah, very similar thing. But no, at the time, obviously, at the time, you'd have uh, take that that were the very kind of friendly, and then so Ooh. somebody thinking we've got to come up with E seventeen. That's a contrast yes. to that Oasis Blur. It's always good to have something that represents a bit of a, a, a you know different 
audience. Was know, was everyone. anyone ever offered as a a different audience to another band, or was another? Did you feel that there was another band that came up around your time that was the answer to a one? You know, I feel like pop is a conversation. I'm very into pop music, sorry, oh, but bands too. and stuff like that. So, like, um, I I feel like is there was there a band at the time that you felt was having a conversation with a one? Well, I, I felt that we came out uh, exactly the same time as uh, Westside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, go on to be known as Westside. What happened to them? <laughs> I know, I know. So we, we came out exactly the same time as them. And um, yeah, I know what are they doing now? Can't get a panto. And, um, <laughs> but you wrote your songs. So, so, but they had obviously, you know, Ronan was their manager. And yeah. Uh, and that, so they were kind of, Poison pretty much handed the, the baton and they were off. They were off to the races and and it was huge. So I felt like we were already, you know, a, quite a long way behind them. And that was quite a, a big hill to get over because at the time, believe it or not, the, the, the whole pop scene was actually on the, 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 the tail end of the wave. I think people had had enough of that kind of pop band. There'd been so many. I hadn't. I hadn't. I had loads of room for that. I mean, yeah. I don't think you can get Plus- I was also listening to the blackout though. I my house oh, has many Lord. rooms. Yeah. <laughs> good way to be. Great way to be. But no, I'm I'm very grateful of what we did manage to achieve, even though we were on the kind of the tail end. But I think we we uh, we wrote a lot of ballads. We wrote a lot of mid-tempo songs, acoustic songs, and things yes. like that. But because Westlife had kind of conquered the ballad market, and our record label and our management wanted us to do up-tempo dance tracks, which wasn't really us. I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. massively into dance. I'm I'm a musician. I love playing piano. I love playing guitar. So we had to kind of try and go into a different avenue. I think things could have been very different if we were able to do the music. So actually, in Asia, we were the band that we wanted to be, and we we had. I don't know number ones that were for number one for like sixteen weeks and stuff, and they were all ballads, all ballads. I there. I could talk for hours for how I feel about the early two thousands, late nineties record companies and how they affect over so like Bewitched, be and oh, like yeah. Bewitched for me. Anyway, I'll, I'm going to stop. Let you do your podcast, and I'll okay. just. Yeah, oh, I sorry. Like I, I like this. I mean, this is a is a, is a, is a, off on a tangent. It's a different thing. We're not doing yeah, comedy arcade. We're launching a new podcast now together. <laughs> exactly. I want arcade. Pop arcade. The record company conglomerates that destroyed my childhood. Like there were so many bands that I missed because of yeah. Anyway, go on. Oh. Bewi- Bewitched are lovely girls. Really nice yeah. band. Of course they are. Right here we go. All right, and the category is biggest waste of money. Oh, look at the look at you all thinking of loads of waste of money. There's too much choice. Uh, I love too it. Too much choice for me, so I'm going to let somebody else uh, go first. I, I could, okay, I could talk for hours on this. Sean, one. you look like you're desperate to go. Come on, I'm not. Alison, you go first, and then okay, I'll... I'm going to go first. It's not going to be great, but I'm taking that sacrifice for the good of the podcast. And great, I, good. So. The, the biggest waste, <laughs> <laughs> the greater good, and <laughs> um, biggest waste of money. When it, so, I am, uh, I'm, I grew up poor, and when I get money, I feel like I don't deserve it, so I just spaff it on my mum. So, like once I got an advertisement and I bought my mum um, a car, but it was a, it was a twenty-two year old Nissan Micra. It was the only one I could afford, and I bought it for her, and. Um, the next week, it set on fire. So that was the biggest oh, no. waste of money. And I didn't push for insurance. So it was a real big waste of money. Oh, God. 
yeah. no. Yeah. It's a disaster. <laughs> I, it's an absolute disaster, but it, it is the thing I can go like, uh, I bought my mum a car. Uh, but like I don't say it's a Nissan Micro. But it was burnt out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a mercy killing. Whatever happened to that? It I'm was put out of its misery. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if it was an animal, like you know, I was gonna say Ralph Harris, and he's dearly departed, cancelled. But what? What other? <laughs> no, like, he's not dead. He's not dead. Is he? Me, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I see an animal that needs to be put down. Where will we go with that sentence? I think of Rolf Harris, and that's not the worst. So, thing what, what are you trying to say is that that Rolf Rue picture that I bought was a waste of money? <laughs> yeah, what well, How is he not dead? Like, I know. I think like only cockroaches and Rolf Harris will survive this pandemic. <laughs> like, what, what the... anytime I think of like animal euthanasia, I think of the theme tune. <laughs> And it's always like, you know, Greg the Hempsters, you know, it's, they always die. Like, I feel like those vets offered no solutions. Well, they I kill think, animals. It's not yeah. worth helping them, is it? They're like, no. you can buy another one for four quid. Their medicine cupboards were bare. All they had was the poison. Money. Yeah. <laughs> They become part of the family. It's not just, <laughs> you can't just buy another gerbil. People are taking goldfish to the vet. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? They, they went through some things with that goldfish. They, they, that was, they were an important part of their family life. The goldfish don't remember them. Uh, my... For a couple of seconds. No, that's a myth. <laughs> yeah, Apparently, I know. That's... As I was saying, I was like, someone's going to mansplain that to me. Well done, it was you, Mark. <laughs> My my first pet was a goldfish and I named it after my dad's best friend, Brett. And he was a bit weirded out by that. And my second goldfish I named after my mum and she killed it. She told me she flushed it down the toilet by accident. But now well, I'm an like, adult. Like, there can be only one. <laughs> Punched it to death. Yeah. In between the six. Not in this house. I'm the only... yeah, why, would you, why would you call it fish mum? That's a weird, that's a weird name to call it anyway. Because I loved her and I thought, Aww. like, it's a nice thing to, like, you know, name it after somebody you admire. I feel, you know. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> I hope she was grateful for that car, Alison, because you're a lovely daughter. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm using her as podcast fodder. Like, most of my... <laughs> but fully, you know, with all due respect, respectfully. Yes. Lovely way. Yeah. It's, um, right, Mark, come on. Um... What's the biggest waste of money? Uh, I, I bought shares in Woolworths in 2001. <laughs> you did not! You um, did no, not! I'm joking. No, I didn't. Oh. Oh, I, I feel that's true. But I feel that's like a fresh pop star's investment. You know what I mean? Like someone's giving you advice like Mark, mate. Like, you know, yeah. the, the pop isn't going to last forever. You need to invest in Woolworths now. Like, yeah, I mean, oh, get half in Woolworths, half in WH Smith. You're going to be fucking minted. Yeah. And You'll be hands. swimming in pick a mix. And <laughs> what was the other shop that was around for five minutes? Our price. Oh, invested yeah, in our price as well. No, I mean, like, you know, I just wanted to save it, just like HMV. I, 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 I don't want to see these places disappear. So I would, I would certainly invest in HMV. Um, well, I haven't. I uh, don't think what you're suggesting isn't investment, is it? It's a rescue plan or a crowd yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a rescue plan because I don't want to see HMV disappear, even though it pretty much already yeah. has. I want to clack through the posters. Where else will I go for that? Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Oh, nothing like it. A lot of memories. But no, I, I for me, 
it's not a waste of money to me, but it was a little bit obscene and uh, a lot of people might question my sanity, but I did buy a life-size fuzzy bear Muppet. What That's is a life-size one? Like a, lit- like, a, like a Muppet Muppet. Uh-huh. And uh, well, the follow-up question should be, where is it right now? Well, why yes. are we not looking at it? He's yes. upstairs. I could have had him here, but it would be very distracting. And, uh, Did I need to actually, book him I've got, separately? I've got, I've, got, I've, got I a candle. I've got a candle here. I'd be worried about him going because oh, I, yeah, I would pretty much be crying on on yeah. camera a lot. Can can I can he can he be operated by you? Because he may be in episode two. I can book him separately. Yeah, on this particular fuzzy bear, he's a uh, a muppet um, poser, which is what they would use for the photo shoot. So they he was complete. He's got a wireframe, so he's completely poseable. But he's not a puppet, so unfortunately, I can't bring him to life. But he he looks incredible, absolutely incredible. But when I I there was originally there were only two of these in the world because um, it was a company that was producing. I oh, know I'm going off on a tangent. You I'm into it. No, we love you. There was no, a company. No, I won't. Yeah, Sean is nodding. Like we are, we are in. We're invested. I want to know. There was a company called Master Replicas that made Muppet replicas, but they went out of business because you know they also Sean's made Sean's making a note. They also made lightsabers. They also made the Lord of the Rings swords and things like that. They've gone out of business. And the next one that was going to come out was Fozzy. And they had two prototypes that were, uh, were made. One of them got apparently thrown away and the other one a collector bought and he was offering to sell it. And this was at a time around about towards the end of A1. I had made a little bit of money. I mean, you know, as, as, as you were saying, Alison, most management screw over the bands and you never get as much as you think you do and all that kind of stuff. That's just pop pop history for you. But genuinely it, should be a tribunal on that. Like I genuinely feel that way, but go on Mark. Like- so the, the, the price the guy was, was asking, my dad said, if you come home with that fuzzy, you're not allowed back in. You're, you you cannot live here if you come <laughs> so that kind of gives you a rough idea of how much it was needless to say i saw sense and i didn't and you bought it no i didn't i didn't but i didn't because it was obscene it was an obscene amount of money so i i i had one made at a fraction of the price so. oh, okay. but the, the, i'm telling you now the original the uh the price he was asking was 12 grand and you were genuinely thinking about this no, but what, is your, I, what are your Instagram ads like? Because mine are like I, clothes and shoes, and you're this like, is not, this replica. is this is a good fifteen years ago. This is like you know a long time ago, and I and that I've doesn't I've, excuse I've, it. I know oh, it doesn't excuse it, but I've never <laughs> been married. I've I've managed to shirk a lot of responsibilities. I'm still living on my own and stuff. That so is a money saver. It is. is a money saver. It is. It is. So, but in any case, in any case, I certainly wasn't ever considering you know handing over that. I just wanted to see it. I just wanted to go and see it and check it out. And he was another collector. He's a, he's a big Muppet fan. We had a good catch up, uh, and uh, he kept it. I, I don't think he sold it. So I don't think he plans on getting rid of it. Well, good because you wasted his time. You weren't a serious buyer. <laughs> Can I touch a puppet? Can I? Mm. Well, I, who would really pay twelve k for that? That's unbelievable. So did you ask that, it? That absolutely, would have been a huge waste of money. So how much did you actually pay? Come on. I couldn't possibly say. <laughs> like, oh, a big saving. Oh, I oh, paid eight uh, grand. Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. 20 no. grand. A, a, a fraction, fraction of it. An absolute fraction of it. His lips oh. are sealed. Sean, what about you? What, what have you bought? Um, in 2011, when the blackout were doing okay, um, we got offered a tour in Europe um, with the band that made me get into rock music, Limp Bizkit. 
Oh, wow. Amazing. Oh yeah, my we, God, all of my yeah. music heroes coming in. Like so we got, we got sent an email from our booking agent going, oh boys, we've been offered the Limp Biscuit tour, but um, we're going to be £18,000 down by the end of it. Whatever happens, you could sell all the merch. We're going to be at least 18 grand down the fucking drain. And we said, fucking right, get us on there <laughs> ASAP. And then, so I ended up going on tour with Limbiscuit, who were literally the reason, like, 17 year old me got into rock that wasn't stereophonics at the time, because that was it, because, like, stereophonics were local. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But then I heard Fred swear 48 times on the song hot dog and i was like i could do that that's amazing that's Let's a job I... is it in yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then i literally made it a job and then 2012 i went on tour with limp biscuit and we lost yeah we lost 18 grand um a lot i think a lo- i'm gonna say half the crowds hated us which is fair enough because we're not limp biscuit is it they've only they've literally only come to see a small man in a red cap with a beard um, and somebody dressed as a monkey priest playing guitar for some reason. Nice and small. Um, that oh like yeah. Santa. Oh yeah. Well, I tell you what you can do. After we finish this, go on the YouTube. The kids are mad for it, right? It's a video website or something. I think it's going to catch on. I've heard of it. It might. It might do. Check out Google Limp Biscuit the Blackout, right? Oh, this story gets better. Anyway, so we're on tour with Limp Biscuit. We've we know the eighteen grand's gone. So I'm like. Right, they haven't played or soundchecked a song called Counterfeit, which is my favourite Limp Bizkit song. So I'd write a letter, a handwritten letter, which I remember to this day said, Dear Limp Bizkit, the blackout, the blackout here, you might remember us from the last 12 shows. Um, it, we have never seen you play the Rock Mosh anthem Counterfeit Live. So if there's any chance you could do that, that would be amazing. If not, no worries. Thanks again for the tour. All our love, the blackout. I give it to Fred's security guy, who was the biggest guy with a Confederate flag on his back I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then I said, oh, can you give this to Fred, please? And he was like, oh, yeah, he's sound checking. So I was like, oh, yeah, no worries. So we're in our dressing room, knock on the door. Fred's um, assistant, Gabe, comes and says, oh, Limp Biscuit, want to see you downstairs. So we were like, ah, oh, fuck. Because we, like, by this time, we are sick of kids going, oh, will you play your old songs? Because mm. people in bands just want to play their new songs, right? Guess what? I spent time writing this, right? For you to keep asking me for a song that I fucking hate, right, drives me mental. So we, we're on our way down to Limp Bizkit, <laughs> and I'm like, they're, they're on stage now, so I'm checking, and I'm like, boys, I've got us kicked off this tour. We are 18 grand down, and we're not even finishing the tour. We've got three more days. It's not I wrote a really weird letter. Um, I've got look, to confess. <laughs> look, boys, look, boys, I've taken it too far. I've shown Fred what I really feel. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, as we got to the stage, so we got inside the stage, it's in Hamburg. Um, as I get there, Fred's like, um, oh, yeah, if we're going to do the song, you've got to sing it. So I was like, yeah, fucking right, I will. Fucking right, I will. So they start playing. So the guitarist, Wes, who dressed like a monkey priest, he's teaching the guitarist from the blackout, pretending to teach him, because Bob's like, Oh, is it? No way. It's not those, is it? Knowing full well what the fuck how the song goes, right? Fred turns to me, so they've got um they've got instead of monitor right in the front, he's got an auto cue, which he calls the old man TV. 
right? <laughs> so Fred says to me, uh, this is the most embarrassing, one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Sister. Fred says to me, oh, if you want, you can use the old man TV for the lyrics, right? And like some sort of excited teenager virgin, I went, I don't need that. Stepped over him. I went, I was born to do this. Oh, <laughs> no! Right? And then proceeded, proceeded to do a Fred Durst impression. And it's a very good Fred Durst impression, by the way. Two Fred Durst for five minutes. We finished the song. It's been filmed by a drummer who's like, I can't believe this is happening. Neither could we. We just about to walk off stage and Fred's like, don't get too drunk after you set. You're doing that tonight with us. And now there's footage of that online of me singing with Limp Bizkit, which is... Fantastic. Yeah, that's like, that's, that's like Christmas. It's like, that's like, yeah. Yeah, so that was... How many of the but, views yeah. on YouTube are you? Oh, all of them. It's about 6,000, I'd imagine. And they're all me. <laughs> Every now and again, I'll watch it and go, ha, that fat blonde idiot is me. I did that. You were born for it. You were born for it. Born to do it. But yeah, we lost a lot of money on that. A lot of money. I didn't make didn't make much money back, but basically I spent eighteen thousand pounds to get a YouTube clip of me singing with with Limp Bizkit. That's not sounded so bad now, is it, Mark? Worth every penny. You know, was that partly a buy on fee because it's. Because normally support bands buy onto the tour or were you kind of invited onto the tour and you just had to pay all your travel and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, it was, it was, um, it wasn't a buy on. It was basically we paid for a bus to tour Europe. That's basically what 18 grand was. Um, So yeah, so (laughs) yeah. So like, like Limp Bizkit would do show, day off show. Whereas we were used to doing show, 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 show. (laughs) So when we had a bus, we had a bus for like, a week longer than we fucking needed one, really, because there were shows in between. And there was one night where they offered me to travel with them, with Limp Bizkit, and I was like, boys, I've got to go. I've been offered to travel with Fred Durst. I'm going to be sleeping with Limp Bizkit. So make it yeah. that way you will. <laughs> and the boys are like, you can't. we got a show tomorrow in Switzerland. And I was like, boys, can I please like not do the show? Can I let our fans down? So I can go and sleep in the same small <laughs> cramped same bus. bus. Yeah, can I breathe in the same air through the air, air condition the Fred has all night? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that happened. Um, yeah, mad, crazy, absolutely nuts stuff. That's that's my dream come true. Fantastic. So yeah, that's not a waste of money then. That's money well spent. It, yeah, mm, is it though? Because literally all I have to show for me is that video on YouTube. And that, and we we were eighteen grand in the fucking hotel, like it's, but we knew beforehand, like it was, we we took on the eighteen. We were like, ah, go on. <laughs> we will my, pay. You have my respect. Thank you, you very much, Alison. Very, well, you... funnily enough, that's why we did it. I said, in the future, <laughs> I'm going to be on a podcast, even yeah. though podcasts weren't invented then. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're doing rather well here. We are rolling. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. one whole category done. Can we do two? <laughs> yes. All right, and it is um, worst thing you've ever won, but this also looks like worst thing you've ever worn. And I specifically want to know Mark's worst thing he's ever worn because I've got some ideas myself because I used to buy Smash Hits magazine. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Wow. Plenty of, 
plenty of choices on that one. Um, as you say, you only have to look back through the old Smash It's magazines. People tr keep trying to bring them back by setting up accounts on Instagram. It's not you, is it, Vic? Somebody keeps setting up a, a, an Instagram, Smash It's Now, and they're trying to bring it back. And we're kind of like, leave Oh, you can't bring it back. No, you can't bring it back. It's not it the same. It's not the same being an online thing. It has to be. No. But no, um, I would support yeah. re-releasing all the old ones, though. Yeah. Well, you could get them all on a, a disc now. Can you like one disc every Smashes magazine that was ever released? I mean, and, um, I mean, they, they walked with what what fruit would you be? So BuzzFeed could run, didn't they? Really, like the Smashes yeah. questions were outstanding. Oh, or you <laughs> always got what was your favorite flavor of crisps and what's your favorite color? <laughs> what, what is that, Mark? I want to know now. Has it changed it's, since? It's probably changed. I think it was probably prawn cocktail back then, but now it's. Uh, well, I don't it's know. an immature flavour, isn't it? Yes, now it's a uh, sea salt and balsamic vinegar or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, oh, is it? Live your truth, Mark. Yeah, if you, absolutely. If you want to be no, a prawn the, cocktail boy, you do that. The um, the outfits that we used to wear, there's no getting away from it. That, that, that wasn't our decision. I mean, we were very... I wouldn't say that we were completely manufactured because we were actually put together in a slightly more organic way. Our managers went round to, to music universities to try and find you know, musicians rather than dancers, which we certainly weren't and stuff. So even though we did do a lot of dancing, I kind of, you know, we probably shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> I always thought you were a high quality boy band, Mark, I have to yeah. say. You, you, yeah. When when rumour goes around that you're writing your own songs, you just you just go up a gear for people. I know oh, you might not have noticed I it. I don't think fans care if the band's right there. I care. Oh, no, I care. Well, I really appreciate band, hearing yeah. that because... I felt at the time they don't care if they just care if you appear on Smash It's without your shirt on, that kind of thing, really, isn't it? So you but, can care about both things simultaneously. Yes, you can. You, can. you absolutely can. But I mean, the uh, one, uh, well, when we first started out, we um, we all wore white trousers and each had a different color top. So one of us would be red, one of us would be. Why one of us would be? Oh, Ben was like, I've always got to wear white. I have to wear white. It's it's you know. He was, Hello. Yeah. Was that his and, thing? Sorry, Alison. Was that his thing? Ben's thing was wearing white, like a bride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. I don't know why he liked white. <laughs> so so we all have a different color, and and we went over to Australia, and they thought we were like the Wiggles or something. <laughs> they like Australia is quite into their rock. Uh, you know, they're very, very much so. So not, you know, boy bands, not so much. And the, the label took us over there and they just did not know what to make of us when we first came out. Fortunately, when we sort of checked, when we we had a bit more of a say in what we wore, we actually were a lot more casual, even though we still had stylists that were trying to get us in flares or some crazy things. Mm. And um, so uh, when we went back to Australia years later, we actually had some hits there. But initially, we, we were laughed out of the country very quickly. oh oh no kidding like honestly those original outfits for be the first to believe summertime of our lives i changed from red to like a luminous yellow i remember the yellow that was my next color and then uh, we we had a shocking look in uh like a rose where we were all wearing sort of powder blue a lot of baby blue <laughs> all of us and oh. you have a band of four guys standing here and all wearing you know powder blue and stuff and i mean you only just really have to look at the like a rose video to kind of get a sense of um, i will as soon as this is done yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna look at sean being limp biscuit then i'm gonna yes, look at me you too <laughs> I mean, alison what's the best thing you've 
which thing you've ever won or worn? We've got a double category here. Okay. Uh, the I think the the worst thing I've ever won. I'm quite a. Um, so I grew I grew up in a, a very rural council estate in Ireland, and they were quite like dour and grey. And I used to wear. Um, like blue tights and stuff and just uh, go mad on color because it was either that or getting fist fights so i felt if i dressed up as like as brightly as possible then i was almost not human like a reef rule or something like like you can't punch a fairy or something <laughs> like that you know i am beyond fights i am i am one with the wind or whatever so i, I have worn some like shock and stuff i did my hair uh i did my hair and i'm gonna i'm gonna try and figure something that won't get me cancelled because i've definitely worn a lot of appropriating clothing i think back in the day so i'm trying to think um what have i worn i i used to wear an england top in an irish council of sticks oh absolute edgelord are you alive he used to put flags so my my dad's like my dad is i say this now right my my dad is I used to sound like a little Danny Dyer. I was born in England and I moved to Ireland and uh that quickly got bullied out of me very hard and I went very Irish. But I, I kind of kept the football on. I was like, oh it's fine, like because my dad is so into it. My dad is that English that I even I feel colonized by him. Like that is how English my dad is. <laughs> and he used to put flags outside of my bedroom window because that was where you could stick it out. And he used to get burned all the time and the smoke would come into my bedroom window. That night, like, I would pray and I'd go, God, God, please let England get knocked out of the World Cup tomorrow. And he always answered my prayers. Like, so I did believe in that. <laughs> You're responsible for England's shoddy performance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, God is like, yeah, doing the, the, the World Cup or the, the penalty taken or whatever. But yeah, I, I have worn the England uh, shirt in an Irish council say I think that was probably the worst thing I've ever worn yeah if you if you wore an England shirt in in South Wales you'd be stripped yeah. of citizenship I think I, yeah. I, I saw a guy wear a, an Eminem lyric shirt of you know the one where Eminem's killing his wife I can't remember what it is but like that's all of them isn't it yeah one of his <laughs> but he wore it to a communion and I found that so weird to be in a Catholic church like with like uh yeah there was a lot of like edgelords in Ireland where they would wear like very very heavy uh heavy metal t-shirts or, or rap t-shirts to, to to church i I wore england shirts just as somehow well. worse yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i can best you all uh oh. <laughs> sean have you won or worn anything terrible um uh it would not now i once came fifth sexiest female at the Kerrang awards oh my gosh which means i transcended a whole gender my old gender, which means I must have been number one in the males, right? Because if I'm the top sexiest, <laughs> if I'm the fifth top sexiest female in all of rock, I'm guessing those other four, those other four females, I'm not female, uh, those other four <laughs> winners, right? They are way more attractive than the men, right? No doubt. So I must be the most attractive man. So I won fifth sexiest female one year. They don't do that any year, uh, anymore, thank God. Yeah. Um, the blackout one once won a Kerrang Award called the Devotion Award, right? Which I went up on stage drunk and I said, thank you very much to Kerrang for giving us the Devotion Award. Or as it's actually known, 
We've been nominated for four times and we've won fuck all awards. <laughs> the Perseverance Award. Yeah, so I they did just that. wanted you to come along. Attendance. Yeah, basically. Well, we weren't going to go. We literally weren't going to go. And our PR was like, oh, you've got to go. And we were like, look, we, we're not travel- We're not travelling up. And they were like, no, no, you've got to be there. We were like, we're not coming. And they were like, look, you fucking won an award. And we were like, oh, we're coming in the A-team van. <laughs> so we did. So we did. They always have an award on the side for the bands that show up. You know, yeah. for the bands that turn up, we'll give them an award because they came along. But, um, yeah. No, no, that was four times. Four times nominated, but never won fuck all award. And for the worst thing I've worn at Leeds Festival in 2011, it was pissing down with rain as we went on the main stage, and I thought, little, I'm little, a just, just a little, little show off there, little I thought, humble brag. Going on to the no, main stage. No, 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 no. You'll see why now. Vex, you'll Fine, see Vex, why. I've bought my mother's car. We're all bragging. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, playing the main stage, blah, 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 that doesn't matter. In Leeds, pissing down. I thought, I'm a man of the people. I'll get involved. So I jumped down into the pit, covered in fucking mud, got a handful of mud, and I went, <laughs> right? <laughs> but like a fucking idiot, kept my mouth open, right? <laughs> Why would you do that? I right? mean, you were, you were an idiot before your mouth was open. You, um, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you pied yourself. Um, oh, <laughs> we're getting to oh. <laughs> oh It looks like you've had an accident with fake tan. <laughs> no, it looks like I've been at a shit-eating competition. What are you on about? Look at it. Oh, no, 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 no. I and just it looks can't like... listen to that story. Like, I'm just like... <laughs> oh, no. There he is, man, shit face. Um, <laughs> That's so upsetting. So for the, for the whole set then, I could just taste gravel and sand in, in my mouth while I was singing. So. Did you have a gravelly voice? Hey! Right, i got to go anyway. Um, <laughs> didn't realise it was going to be... You no. didn't think there'd um, be puns. Sorry, I, yeah. I, that's all I have to offer is puns. I'm sorry, but you've you got know. all this all the way through without offering a pun, and you were worried yeah. about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I just remembered a, a really bad uh, prize I won in a competition. Actually, yes, like, yeah, let's have it. I once entered a uh, a Ghostbusters competition, and I won it. And the prize that I received through the post was a signed Boy George cap. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, of course. Ghostbusters and Boy George together at last. Did you, yeah, did you want that? No, I was 10 years old. I didn't want it at all. I gave it away. <laughs> it, it, didn't mean a th- it didn't mean a thing to me at that point. I was like, I'm, I'm really into Ghostbusters. Why? So I think, I think what happened was, you know, sometimes when you're a kid and you call into the radio station and you win a competition, they just look around the room to see what they've got to yeah. send you away. So I think they must have thought, well, this kid's won a competition. We better send him something. So they sent me a, a signed boy George cap. Now, I got a cool story about competitions. I, first, yes. I used to work in a radio station. I was like a... And I sent out a boy George cap to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Little boy. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, you probably to, weren't born then <laughs> I used to work in a radio station I was like a broadcast assistant and uh, this band The Wanted were very big at the time incredibly lovely lads They, they I made them tea and all this but there was a competition um, where uh, people could meet there was, a, there was a VIP meet and greet at the radio station so the car was surrounded by screaming schoolgirls and it was my job to go out with my checklist of names of who had won that competition so I there was ten names on the on the on the list and I read them out and two of the girls didn't turn up. So there's these screaming girls that hadn't won. 
And then I kept looking at this girl and going, your name is Veronica Glynn. And she's like, what? And I'm like, your name is Veronica Glynn. And I was like, just never deny that or I will get the sack. And I brought her up. So I brought up two girls who didn't win the competition because it would have went to waste anyway. And let them up to see the wanted and they had the time of their lives. Oh, yeah. that's lovely. You get I, loads of points for that. I felt like Mother <laughs> Teresa, it's the nicest thing I've ever done in my life. That's you know? so nice. I know. I bet you 10 quid they don't remember it. I bet you 10 quid they're just like, you know, mid 20s now, absolutely fine. I'm like, remember this for the rest of your life. I did this. I reckon they will. <laughs> I, I reckon. They will as well, those sort of things stay with you. <laughs> I, I remember, for example, the time when I was 15 and I met A1. Uh, a backstage meet and greet wow i bet they were lovely <laughs> they were very very lovely i, I got into i was like an intrepid little researcher it was like the internet was quite new at the time right. i managed to get hold of your management company mark burn blood mm. and i lobbied for it i got my dad to ring up and pretend that i worked for my like sixth form magazine or something and i don't think they believed us but i i guess they admired the the energy of it and I got invited to the Cardiff meet and greet and I got to take three of my mates and we behaved like absolute twats so uh... <laughs> you repaid their kindness there was no there was no chill amongst me and my mates that night yeah. so... and then for, so, for some reason a week later Mark you split up <laughs> and 20, we, never went, we never went back to Cardiff <laughs> 21 years later here we all are <laughs> Got you again. Do you remember you know? me? This is the only reason. <laughs> I had to, do, Sorry, I, I had to record go. 30 podcasts, <laughs> Mark, to get this moment with you, but my God, it was worth it. <laughs> this is the whole reason you started the podcast, is it? Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the long game. The long right. Game. If I get into comedy now and then it's yeah. a giant pandemic and I start a, and I start, yeah. I get the podcast. Yeah, you're, th- doing... you're thinking, I might get my fourth favorite member of A1 on the show. <laughs> oh, no. I, oh, no, no, no. You are, you were the thinking woman's choice me oh, and my friend right. becky used to fight over this in school it was... <laughs> i'm still fighting the good fight every six months or so i will remind people about court in the middle on twitter oh, yeah. always well received absolutely. always well received oh absolutely thank you good gym you're anthems an... there you're an angel yeah i um yeah also sean I, I i tell people about your band as well when i remember the name of it there. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, Rangers. No. Oh, check out this band, Rangers. They don't exist. It's because in my head, I think it's something to do with like American sport. There's like Rangers well, and yeah, Raiders. Raiders and... Yeah, Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah, go for Raiders then, isn't it? Is it's that a... where it's come from? I don't know about yeah. sport. Not Glasgow. Not Glasgow. <laughs> I was thinking that, Sean. I was yeah. like, whoa, sectarian. Like, oh, yeah, it's American sport. <laughs> Glasgow Rangers. There's <laughs> got to be some Rangers in America. Again, New York. Yeah, they probably is, I think. Got a lot of work googling after this to try and redeem myself yeah a lot of the stuff i've said won't make the edit Not live with you. <laughs> yeah. she didn't say a lot but she had a lovely time uh- <laughs> this is gonna drive me mad if i don't ask you this sorry pigs is that a rubber duck in the background or a little baby yoda or something i'm seeing something behind you on the floor oh, for some yeah. reason it's looking like a rubber duck no it's a little mouse that's full of dreamies which is like crack for cats um, oh. they eat them too quickly so they have to put a bit of work in to get one out <laughs> i'm not like my my attention's not just yeah, kind of just I can... noticing the duck in the back this is exactly how i dreamed it <laughs> 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 
they do say never meet your heroes. You know. <laughs> no, you will make judge. A, you'll make a dick of yourself. Twenty years, <laughs> once twenty years ago, and then again, nice and fresh, twenty-one years later. So, uh... Mark, Mark, sorry to hijack Vix's podcast. Um, quick one for the Sapman podcast here. Um, did you ever meet any of your like pop heroes? Um, and how were they? That's a good question. Um, because we were very much in the, the pop scene, as you know, we, I didn't get to meet a lot of my heroes because my heroes are, you know, um, let me think, oh, it's like Billy Joel, um, obviously the Beatles and bands like that. And uh, But actually after A1, I got to work with quite a few of my heroes. Um, I, as well as being in A1 now, I play in a band um, called The Jones Gang which the the um the the which is the kenny jones band and kenny jones was the drummer for the faces the small faces and then he replaced keith moon in the who so uh one of the best drummers one of the best british drummers ever and uh, certainly of his time very iconic with all the drum fills that they had in those faces songs and uh yeah so i so i get to do something very very different now playing songs like won't get fooled again and stuff like that but back in the day we'd be hanging around with all the other pop bands so you know and they were just kind of like our, our colleagues every now and again you'd meet something where someone really cool like will smith or something and you're like that's will smith incredible um but yeah and i did get to meet Elton john which was really nice he's one of my heroes and and we sat on a plane uh allison we sat on a plane next to eminem as well it wasn't the chattiest bloke i'm not gonna lie he wasn't he didn't, he didn't particularly want to talk to us but um we got we got completely blanked by christina aguilera Whoa. But Brist, uh, Britney Spears was very nice, Whoa, um, right. extremely nice. But I tell you Sweet what, Britney. sorry, she, I just like she follows me on Twitter, and Christina Bye. doesn't. So um, exactly, yeah. exactly. If, if anybody's wondering what that noise and that interference, that was all the names I just dropped. But we um, asked you, so, man. Sorry about the clang, clang, clang. Yeah. So we um, asked you, don't feel ashamed at all. Like seriously, you're no, brilliant. That's why, yeah. I that's... Just, yeah, I'm so glad I'm on this podcast just to tell you, never be ashamed of yourself, Mark. You're a fucking hero. <laughs> Thank like you, you've been an A1. Correct. Like, no Thank one can you. say shit to you. Like, uh. Thank you. I remembered one other, uh, Lionel Richie. Oh, no. Ah. Absolute legend. We were working in the same studio as he was, and he was in the next room, and he actually came in. He said, I'm, you know, I'm working on a song, and all I can hear is your bridge, you know, and it's going around in my head, and we're trying to write another song, because we used to work in a studio, and he said it reminded him back of the days back in, like, you know, the Motown days where you'd had all the different writers in the same building and which is insane, you know, to hear that from Lionel. And we were actually in the kitchen making tea together. It was fantastic. And he he's definitely as a songwriter, he's definitely one of my heroes because he's just written some fantastic songs. So but yeah, um, I, 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 I not there's still a, a few heroes, musical heroes that I would love to meet, you know, like Paul McCartney. I, I, I've worked with people that have worked with him and I, I, I'll sort of but i've never had the opportunity to actually uh meet him and i would love to meet paul mccartney so um i met a few other heroes that are not related to music where i have been a bit disappointed fuzzy bear uh no well, a talker no no um matt Groening, who uh, created the simpsons i'm a huge simpsons fan and we no way. we got the opportunity to go to a, a a script reading with the cast and he was there as well. And the whole the whole cast, Dan Castellaneta as Homer, uh, Yardley Smith as Lisa, Nancy Cartwright as Bart, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm such a nerd. I discreetly took my Simpsons um, encyclopedia to get signed at the after party. 
right? So I got it signed by everybody and everybody was an absolute gem, an absolute diamond. And then I thought, I've got to try and get Matt Groening to sign it. So I got Hank Azaria. He is, uh, 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 he was Apu. Uh, he's not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, Chief Wiggum and, and, and Harry Shearer, I got him to do it. And in fact, there's up. Yeah. the old thing there. And um, I went up to Matt Groening and I said, I'm a huge fan and it would mean the world to me if you wouldn't mind signing this. I mean, everybody's a fan of something, you know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being a fan of something. I think it's, you know, it's great to be passionate about things. And he said, oh man, I've been signing things all day, sorry. And then him and his wife just sort of wandered off. I was like, fucking you know, just, just like crumbled into little bits. Oh, that's you know, so mean. Like that because we, we, we had done a signing, we'd done a signing earlier in the day and we probably signed 2000 things. And if we were then walking to the car and somebody said, will you sign this? Of course we're still going to sign it because it takes longer to say sorry i've been signing things yeah. all day and i haven't got yeah. that time that he took to say that he, he might as well have been signing get your pen yeah, going matt yeah. come on get anyway, your pen going. I, didn't, I didn't press it but then i was sort of standing at the bar with somebody from sky tv and uh because it was a sky event and i said oh yeah i'm really disappointed i didn't get matt to sign my book ah oh, you know you know, and they're going, really? Oh, Matt's really nice. He's really lovely. Let me go up to him and say, you know, a word. So this guy from Sky took me over to him and said, hey, this guy's number one in the charts this week with Take On Me. He's a huge Simpsons fan. And Matt's like, oh, really? Oh, great. Oh. So and then he signs, um, hey, Mark, your, your pal, Matt Green, he draws me a Bart Simpson. Nice. Oh. I, got, I got what I wanted, but the truth. Yeah, yeah it didn't feel, didn't feel to, good. Play that lame card to kind of get, get it. But anyway. I'm still really, you know, it was still great to meet one of my heroes. So, nice. but you've, uh, Sam, you, uh, Sean, you've obviously met, uh, you know, one of your heroes in uh, Fred Durst. So that's pretty good. Have you met? Many? And now another one, Mark Reed. Probably yeah, Mark Reed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've met them all, and they've all been nice, which is weird. Like there hasn't been anybody that I grew up listening to that I loved that I've met that's been a dick. Well, your podcast is even more flagrantly about getting people that you um, admire on. <laughs> well, no, I, oh, I'll have people I don't get on with on. That's fine by me. Like, I'm up for... Well, you run out eventually of people you like. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm try, yeah. So I'm I've got like, you back again. God's I'm, sake. Trying get, I'm trying to get Fred Durst. I'm so glad um, to be on Series 2. Better. This is a great endorsement. <laughs> I, was a, I was a bit shy to ask you because our shows are very similar. Uh, <laughs> imagine if I was like, well, very similar. No, I love it. But I, I, more anecdotes, the better. Less feckin' dry podcast. I'm, I'm all for this. It's yeah. good. Let's have a good chat. Who have yeah. you met that was an arsehole, Alison? Name who names. Oh, who have I met that's been an arsehole? I, I actually remember... I'm not going to say the band. Uh, they were they were a pop band. I don't want to say it because they it's not. It, I I feel that like we desperately want you to. Let's see if we can guess. <laughs> can you not like do a code like a, a, a you know going just to describe them? There were four mm. members. One of them had curtains. They were all in a primary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a band you probably never even heard of them. Uh, but they were like supporting Destiny's Child in Dublin. And I ran up and asked for an autograph and they said no. And I kept that to like that burning anger. But then I thought about it and I was like, those people were probably, that was probably the biggest gig of their life. They were going to support Destiny's Child. And they were probably nervous and stuff and going up to the side of that venue and some kid who comes up screaming. And as well as that, I wasn't that massive of a fan. I just knew they were famous and wanted their autograph. <laughs> Got carried so away. I'm the asshole. Do you know, like <laughs> I look back at it now and I'm like, 
Who are you, Alison? Today, you know, to be who are they, Alison? Who are they? We <laughs> just name some band names, and then you kind of give a look if we're any close. Was, okay. it, Liberty, was it Liberty X? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, they're oh, nice wait. bunch. They're a nice bunch. Was it uh, Mystique? No, no. Yeah, I, just I, I, I know you, you're going. They Destiny's Child. You're right, but they stood out for supporting Destiny's Child because they were more pop. They weren't R and B in Ooh. any way. Okay, and was it Australian man Human Nature? No, and I've heard of them. This is great, Mark. To have I'm you enjoying it. It's cool, Mark. Okay, was, was it? So, so were they a British band? Where, where were they from? Irish, but they Ooh. they they would have had like I maybe a top thirty hit in the. They were a girl band. Ah, oh, okay, okay. Girl band from Ireland. Um, they did cover versions of... Is it Bellfire? Okay. Yes, it's Bellfire. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, good. <laughs> but like... Wow. wow. But also, I've seen them support someone as well. Um, but it's not like they're... Oh, did, did, this this gig I went to was amazing. It had Damage, it had Oxide Neutrino. Yes! Oh my God. I met... <laughs> I met Tiger Lily. I was a massive fan of uh, So Solid Crew at the time. Uh-huh. And Tiger Lily was this woman who was like, um, she was like a dancer, but she wasn't really in the crew. She was crew adjacent, <laughs> but I knew who she was. And I gave her my glow stick and she kept it. And she's like, no one's ever done this for me before. And I was like, take it. But yeah, I had a great night that night. And like, so Belfire weren't at, you know, I, I think it was my childishness of going, they're assholes. But they were probably being dragged away. Like genuinely, I, do you know when you're an adult and you make context on it? And it's just like, yeah. I think yeah. that was very nice of you to not name them. I don't think it would have mattered if you'd named them. I, 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 well, I, I went ahead and did it. But you yeah, know, <laughs> if they were incredibly famous, you'd name them. Do you know, there's something weird about like where Pop ended up or whatever. If it was like, uh, and it was Robbie Williams, and then you go, whoa. But like, there's no, there's no thing of like Bellfire. Like, not to be, okay. you know. Yeah, but they've got the right to reply. Get in touch, Bellfire. We'll put oh, you on. I'm not even people, saying which member. I hear from people <laughs> all the time that Robbie Williams is an arsehole. That's what I hear from a lot of people. But guess yeah. what? He was very, very nice to us the two times that we met him. So actually, the very first time that we met him, um, I, I, it was a bit questionable. We were on top of the pops together. And for some reason, one of us in the band, I don't know who it was, gave Robbie a, a copy of our album. And nice. I think him and his crew played football with it in the dressing room. And we, we oh. actually later found the album all kicked around and stuff. So, you know. But that, that, that you know what? It, it is what it is. Oh, is, ro- is that when Robbie thought he was like a rock star? For like, it was. He, he started becoming a rock star for like six months when he was arguing with the waitress. It's like, bro, you're still, it's still angels, mate. We yeah. still care <laughs> angels. You know, I don't know. Like, you haven't done a rock song yet. You haven't fought anyone. You've just got tattooed and released angels. Hello. <laughs> You think of anyone who's been in a feud with Liam Gallagher. Was it Liam Gallagher that was in a feud with that makes you a rock star? And it's like, Liam Gallagher, I'm sure, hates Quavers or something. Doesn't make them rock star, you know? <laughs> um, but do Quavers hate him back? That's yeah. the question. I just, I just want to protect Awana all costs. I can't believe that you were treated this amount of disrespect. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, How I dare see you. As I say, it was very nice the other two times. And at the end of the day, you can't, I don't know. I know you can sometimes these things can stay with you, but you can't judge person a person on seeing them once. You know, uh, you don't really know what's going on at that particular time. I mean, there's nothing, it's, there's no harm in being polite at all times. You should always yeah. try to be polite. Don't, Absolutely. Don't, 
don't destroy someone's dreams in front yeah. of them. Don't, don't like physically crush something that someone's worked on. But anyway, sorry, Vix. Unless I, I you want to like... get pity points. I've got a great, awesome. I've got a great Prince story. He's one of our, he's one of our heroes. Uh, what? That's like the biggest story. Yeah. yeah. Come, Come on. on then. Okay. We uh, were on top of the pops with Prince and. Uh, Robbie was actually on the show as well. Travis Rob- Bastard. Bastard Travis, Robbie's no Robbie. What a prick. Prince. We're all going to invite him on our podcast and then not turn up. He'll be on his own yeah. in the Zoom thinking about what he did. What about that, Like you got Travis, you've got uh, Robbie, you've got Prince and A1. Which one of these is not like the others? So, um, so we're Robbie there. Williams, rude. <laughs> I haven't heard any stories about the others. Travis looked very polite. Prince, we're all, we're all we're all in the corridors, and Prince's security are walking in front of him like this, and they're going walking through the corridor, saying, "Step up against the wall, you know, get out the way." And they pushed Christian up against the wall like this as Prince walked by. He took over the green room, so all the other artists were kicked out. Now, on top of the pots, back in the day, you'd used to be able to watch everybody's um, sound checks. It was just one of those things. It was really nice. Um, uh, no matter who it was, you'd watch their sound checks. The Prince, we were watching their sound chat and they, they, they came up to us and said, sorry, Prince has asked that nobody can watch their sound. No, the purple ninja. He's having yeah, none of it. He's having none of it. He was having none of it. But I still still respect him, still love his music. And, and you know, you can have a bad experience. I mean, there are certain... It, it He's change. dead now. You've won. It's all right. It did yeah, change the way I thought that. about him a little bit, but I still love the music. Well, oh. he, um, he played the Blackout's last London show. We played in Corco in Camden and he played... Camden five days before us and demanded that the stage, the floor of the stage, be mirrored. So we played five days after on a mirrored floor <laughs> on stage in the Corco. The Prince had played previously. That's got to be disconcerting, though, looking down and like seeing yourself. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like, looking down and seeing remnants of Prince. I was like, what, what do you think he was doing <laughs> on our stage? <laughs> like, what? Well, I don't um, know. <laughs> Who knows a prince? I love these kind of stories. We were doing a TV show in Spain and we were bumped off the show because Jennifer Lopez wanted the entire set painted white. So uh, I didn't have time for you anymore. They didn't have time for us because they had to paint the set. They said, sorry guys, we'd we'd flown over there, especially for a TV show, but J-Lo was there. So it was like, simple as that. Rockety bye, A1. Wow. Well, we've got on... We've gone on a journey now. Um, no, two. <laughs> well, technically, one one category was two because we went worn and one. So, well, this is surprisingly not the worst. We have we covered two categories before. <laughs> Sometimes people have got a lot to say. That's so. Um, anyway, let's go around and talk about where we can find you. Oh, so we'll start- oh it's done, is it? Yeah, well, Vix, this was amazing. I just want to say, like, what a lovely podcast to be involved in and, like, so brilliant. I just want to hear different stories from people. That's why I started this podcast, because you hear, like, your faves doing different podcasts, but they get asked the same questions over and over again. So true. So I just thought, what would it be like if I could ask the questions? This, nuts. So um, that's that's how we got here. But, yeah, thank you for coming on. I've had a a lovely time. I could go and go, but um, people keep complaining that the episodes are going over an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Not the guests, the listeners. (laughs) So people, people who listen to this, this is what I hate with my podcast as well, right? You get people who complain for giving them fucking free content. I'm giving you this, right? (laughs) If it's over an hour, 
if it's over an hour, you should be fucking thankful. <laughs> fucking right? up, I can't Not yeah. going, oh, this is too long. Shut up and fucking listen to it. It's yeah. three of pricks. People are like, oh, oh it's I good, do. but 45 minutes is the optimum for me. Is it? Is yeah. it indeed? <laughs> I, yeah, we love long, I love a long podcast. I get really me disappointed too. if it's too short because you stick something on because you want it to last a while. You want to get up with yeah. doing other things and you want it to last at least an hour. I tell you yeah. what, I mean, I listen to so many Kevin Smith podcasts and they're all two, three hours long. So, yeah. you know, and I'm quite com- I can quite comfortably chat here for another hour, but we'll have to just reschedule it for another time. Do another one sometime. We should. We'll go with Sean's well. next. Yes, do it. I'm up for it. Yeah. Mark. Yeah, Mark, go on this. Sean's podcast. Like, seriously, I'd love you know, to hear it. Rock. Can I tell you something? Right. I mean, I... I, I I wouldn't consider myself, I'm, I mean, I don't think of genres as such. I'm just a massive fan of music and there's good music yeah. in every genre. But I have actually done, this is a bit of an exclusive, I've actually done a, a rock version of Say My Brand New You, which was our second <gasps> So, and it's full on. It's really full on. And and if I told you the band that I was inspired by, you might go, oh, what are you doing? Um, but it was actually inspired Was it by- the Rangers? No, well, it was, I'd love to say <laughs> Well, we'd all like to review it then, but they don't <laughs> exist, Meg. They don't exist. I just love trolling you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've actually done a rock cover of one of our songs, and I, I wanted to do it with the band, but I, I played it to them, it t- totally went over their heads. Oh. And, and uh, they were like, okay. And it, because it's really, it's authentic. It's, I'm trying to make it really authentic and quite heavy. And um, because I was thought, that, you know, a good song can be done in any style, really. Yeah. And I think a lot of those pop songs of the time were dressed up in a certain kind of production. And Vix, I appreciate you saying that some of them had aged well, and that's true of some songs, but in okay. others, they really haven't. So I think some of those songs, it's nice to update them with a slightly different different production. And um, and I noticed towards the end of A1 that a lot of our fans were actually also into... A lot we were getting of, a bit older. Like, like <laughs> Limp Bizkit, like Marilyn Manson at the time and stuff. So I think that the tastes were changing and stuff. So I would have loved to have done a much, much more sort of rocky kind of tracks. In fact, the closest we got to rock, which was much more kind of like Blink-182 sort of style, or actually probably even... Um, oh, what's the band that... Um, um, married one of Avril Lavigne. Nickelback. We did. We did. We did a song that kind of was a pop version of sort of some forty one sort of style, and and uh, which was called Two Fifty Nine, which was a song that we did where we just pieced together uh, uh, cuttings from newspapers, and we made a, a a very sort of nonsensical song called Two Fifty Nine, and it was dressed up in a rock style. We did it on a gig once, and apparently. A guy said, that's really cool. And then they put together Busted. So we- <laughs> This is a great rumour. Big is true. That would fall into the rumour category because I'm sure Busted were already in the works. But but um, but um, we... I'll ask. I'll ask. Well, yeah, um, go on. Get, get on to Charlie. Our manager hated that style of music. He really didn't like it. So they, when they heard that song, 259, they were like, um, no, that's not that's not for you. So we didn't do anything else Aww. Anyway, I went off on one. Sorry. I did, yeah, I had, a lovely, I had a lovely dream about Matt from Busted, and I never thought anything of him. And in our, in my dream, and it wasn't a sexy dream, he was just my boyfriend, and I feel so warm towards him now because our time together was so special. And he obviously, yeah. it's not real, but every time I see him, I'm like, oh, Matt, I just want the best for him. Um, I had um, I had something similar with like my band did uh, Paramore's first UK tour, right? Wow. So Paramore never toured the UK, and then um, went on tour with us. <laughs> Pools. <laughs> um, 
And I had a, I had a dream that I married Ailey and I woke up completely in love. And yeah. then I found out that we weren't married. Now it's fucking gutting. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't <laughs> shake, I can't shake the warmth I felt for him. Like we, we had yeah. a special time together, but we didn't. It was all in my head. Um, anyway, right, Sean, where can we find you? We Ooh, will finish on, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, on, I'm on Twitter at Sean Smith Sucks um, because I thought I'd beat people to it. Because if you say I suck, yeah, cool, that's fine. Uh, Sean Smith Sucks. On Instagram, I'm fake Sean Smith because there was a real Sean Smith at the time. I've literally got two names that I cannot get verified with. Sean Smith Sucks <laughs> and, ver- and fake Sean Smith. Um, at something pod on Twitter, Instagram, uh, something podcast with Sean Smith everywhere. I'm in a band called Raiders, R A I D E R S. That's what space I said. UK, yeah. Have a look, Raiders UK on Spotify and that. And then, um, is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, Mark, what about you? Um, when are we gonna get? When are we gonna get this? This uh, well, it's not a cover because it's your song. You know what? Right, you've just I, teased it now. I, I, I'm, I got it. New, I'm putting out a new song in uh, June uh, called "Stop the Show," which is nice. it's very um, timely with the lyric because it's you know it's just about you can't stop the show and uh, the curtain ain't coming down. Let everyone know that we're back in town. That kind of thing. Watch us steal the show. It's called June. I'm putting that out on the fourth of um, June, and I was going to do it as a double A with. Same old brand new. Double A was a thing that we did back in the... As I know, know yes. Do I want CD1 and CD2? Do I want the live version? Do I, I want the new track? What do I, want? I don't know whether it was that you just had too many good songs or if one of them wasn't quite good enough so you needed another one to bump it up. One they, could, they could sell two versions and exactly. little girls would buy it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly what so, so, but because the A side, double A side is a bit of a lost thing with streaming now, I thought, well, actually, no, I'll just, I'll release Same old brand new at another time. But um, I certainly well but you can find me on spotify on mark reed official or uh and uh instagram the same again mark reed official see mark reed's yeah. owning it sean well do you know what i yeah but he could get his though couldn't he sean smith had gone that's the point like my sean smith had, i could have sean smith 721 if i wanted i'm surprised no i'm surprised i could get mark reed because it's a really common name i hate my name i'm stuck with it i prefer my middle my middle name's daniel i would rather have been called daniel because the thing is you know sean smith it's a cool name you know um it's a cool name but mark reed just (laughs) i'm so sorry guys um i have to pop up well tell us tell us where we can find you before you go so my name is Alison Spittle. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. I have a podcast called uh, Wheel of Misfortune with Fern Brady. You can find that on BBC Sounds it's and really other good. places. I love doing it. And I love being on this podcast. And uh, I've got another podcast that's uh, that's uh, taking a break and it's called The Alison Spittle Show. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much. I really, really um, it. I better tell you the winner, Mark won in the end because um, oh, he no. told us that sad story about <laughs> How can I complete? I gave up. I gave up. You just edged over the line with that. Like it was, it was pretty close though up until that point. But yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah. Incredible work, Mark. Incredible work. Thank you so much, guys. I'll see, see you soon. Lovely to meet you all. Hey, lovely yeah, to meet lovely you. to meet you. You are, Bye. you are now. Yeah. yeah, technically, you are now all free to go. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it, 
Like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, tell us. We're in all the usual places on all the social media. And if you didn't like it, I've been Sean Walsh and this is What's Upset You Know. The USP is It's Only 15 Minutes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.